Eternity and beyond! How is everyone? I'm really good. Yeah, good man. Good? Yeah, really fantastic. good. Even better now. Special guest today, avid Eagles supporter and friend, oh, Gabe. Eagles supporter at the moment. I've even hung the beanie up for you today. That's a, On that's your a, mic, bro. That's a tough word to say supporter, but we'll get into that. At the moment, at the moment, I think it would be. But that's all right. Have you listened? You've listened to mm. last week's oh, episode, yeah. so you... Mm. You heard me well, give, him, give him a fair whack. Yeah. I'm going to give him another whack this well, week. Well, please do. So, <laughs> well what about you? How are you? I'm good. You I'm working? Just... I was. Today? Of course. Never stop. Oh, no. Hang on. You you misunderstand the fact that I, was, I wasn't I was taking the piss saying you oh, yeah. never work, but you work odd hours. Yeah, of course. I was working this morning. Well, there you go. Finished at three o'clock. We'll just take some toil. For all those out there, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. Fucking knew it. No, I didn't. I worked, I worked all day. <laughs> and I didn't work hard. You didn't work hard? No, Role modelling. That's your job. Role modelling. Let's not get too deep into me. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> but all right, let's myself. go. Let's go. Sure. I'm awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Best at your job. I agree. I am curious to um, hear what you say about West Coast. I just think how much lower can you go? That's all right. We'll get into it. I am looking forward but to the band. The first game of round 12, we're going to go a review. First game round 12, Doggies and Cats. Ah, that's close. And the Cat is by 13. You had to love it. it I, I don't I don't know. I See, I picked the Dogs. I, I actually picked the Dogs by 23 points. Yeah, I would have picked the Dogs too, but they haven't really shown up. But that. did anyone pick the Headbutt? <laughs> do you know why? <laughs> so, So the Headbutt really frustrated me because... I I don't see it as any different to what Buddy Franklin did the week before. The strike. Well, they both went the head. They both went um, with intent. Yeah. And they both had a similar outcome whereby the, that player, both players got up and continued the game. What I don't like is that one got a week and the other got two. But a headbutt and a and a strike, and also the strike was a little bit late on. Well, I mean the the impact was a little bit late on by Trent Cotchin. It was it was he was doing a bit of an act at the end, like he laid it on. Oh, it, well, apparently needs to go to the Logies this year and not the Brownlow. Well, according to the AFL, Frank, <laughs> the, the Franklin's uh, Sydney history, lawyer, Franklin's history is not clean. I don't, I He's agree. Not a I, boy I, of the AFL. I agree. I think and I also, said that to you this week. Doug Nichols round. I don't like. I think they really should have not done that because, old, you know, Barry Hall obviously connected really well with Staker mm. back in the day, but he got rubbed out for the exact same punch that connected. Even even Gaff and Brayshaw, I know so these I think, are significantly oh, worse. I know yeah. these had impact, yeah. but he's very lucky that it came off different. The action was still, if you saw it on the street, someone throwing a punch at someone's face. So he's, we, a, he's such a role model that, yeah. They should have made an example. So we spoke about this, actually. You and I spoke about this exact thing about how they'd watched Buddy do that 
and they hadn't gone with the outcome, they'd just gone the action, right? Mm. So if they had have, if that outcome had have been different, if Buddy Franklin had have knocked him out, that could have that discussion and that hearing all of a sudden is very very different. It's the exact same as Waitman. So if the AFL is going to say, well, we need to protect the head, we need to do everything that we possibly can, and we're going to give these. D- dangerous tackles that sometimes aren't even dangerous, we're going to give them as free kicks because they have the potential to be dangerous in future, in the future and blah, 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 after the game. You've got to start making an example of some of these players. Yeah, and, you know, let's face it, back in the 90s, even when we started enjoying footy, they were still doing coat hangers and that happening, like Byron Pickett, great <laughs> stuff. But they over the years have said, we want all this out of the game, well and truly. Yep. So even though we love every glimpse we get of it, because it is exciting, you don't want any part of it whatsoever. And that's why I was like, if it's in no action of the game and it's just straight out violence, like you're not actually just doing a tackle that... It's not a football play. I'm going over something last week again, but to play like that... You know, you're trying to be the most woke AFL now. Yeah. You just need to go, you know what? We don't ever want to see that again. So watch this. Five weeks. I know that's shocking. And people go, oh, ridiculous. I know that's ridiculous. I'm I'm trying to get fans here to listen for the controversy. He's got no idea what he's talking about. Listen, you've got to listen. (laughs) But yeah, no, I just think, you know, that is exactly what I don't want to see in football. I feel bad when someone connects, you know, someone's doing a play and a play hits their head on someone's shoulder and it's that fast motion. You're like, oh, they've connected with the head. They've got to go. It's the rule. But so, then you see this. So here's like, so, so what were you going to say? Because you had a rebut then. Um, we'll come back to that. You, you continue. So I, so, I, I, so, I, I, I'll continue later. later. So my, my thing with it, my, my thing with like half of these strikes um, that come with intent is if something really, really bad happens, mm. right? So let's say, I mean, because we, we see this all the time. You, you go out to places like Northbridge and Leaderville and, and yeah, shit right. like that, and some young dickhead who's been drinking for the last fucking 17 hours is out there and he's looking for a fight and he hits some bloke from behind because he's such a hero, and then next minute he's arrested, one punch, the guy's... You know, yeah, dead vegetable. or in hospital or yeah. whatever, shit like that. What's going to happen the first time this? And I'm a massive believer in playing in football hard. Game. Fucking oath. Like I'm a massive believer in playing football hard. I love it. Like Luke Hodge, Dermot Brereton, Wusher, they all no, did it perfectly. That. But they were they were obviously different times. Not so much Hodgey, but Brereton. Yeah, yeah. But like these strikes, these strikes with intent. If I, I, like if something bad happens, who's going to wear it? And I'm so, they're just not making an example enough to to persuade players not to do it by giving Buddy Franklin a week a for throwing a punch. Like, do you know what I mean? And at the same time, I mean the jumper punches and shit like that. Who cares about jumper punches? No, I don't care about that. I don't care about that. Like but I'm saying. I'm saying they want to try and come out and protect the head at all costs and fucking blah, blah, blah. You can't say that you're going to protect the head if you're not willing to make an example out of a forceful intent to hurt. I agree. But, yeah, and it's the same thing. Like, I was actually talking about Eddie McGuire from before we started, but 
um, he he makes a really good point. You know, you're, you're finding these people, like even if they don't, if some of the people they get off. So Willie Rioli, for instance, like that, that that first round, second round, left the ground year, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was he was he was fucking. He should have gone. Yeah, he he should have gone. He should have gone, but. It, he, he didn't get a big enough fine. Like, the guy only is, what, 400, 500K? I don't know. Actually. Probably at least 400K. It's probably fucking more than that. Probably. But let's they probably docked his pay after his stupid yeah, but he got fucking weed decision. Like, $1,000, $2,000 fine. Like, what is that to a guy that's earning 500 grand? Like, yeah, but, we, but you and I have spoken about this before with the NBA, dude. Like, these guys are yeah, on yeah, fucking $40 million a fucking year. And they're getting paid, you know, and, like, they're getting fined 10 grand. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But getting back to the game, yes, I saw the headbutt. Yeah, I thought it was fucking shit. But, um, I thought, I thought, again, I said it last week with Franklin. That was fucking was silly. Waitman, silly. Um, not Waitman, uh, Smith, silly. Do you think Smith would I had Waitman on the Smith? Yeah. Smith got two. Yeah, but I thought it was going to be four. I, no, I, I didn't. I, I genuinely, I said to Jared, it'll be a week. Because I, I genuinely don't see the difference. And I argued with people this week on forums about it because I genuinely can't see a difference. Both of them had intent. Both of them were high. Both of them were to the head. I think it's the... It's... I think, but I think it's the way it was sold at the tribunal. Like, it, obviously, we don't hear all the comments in, inside what happened. But if if like the way they argued it um, in terms of, you know, uh, Trent Koch and taking a dive and being dramatic and I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a little bit on that an attack side. an attack on character yeah that I kind issue. of agree that he sort of laid on a little bit so that means like the impact probably wasn't oh sorry high impact but the outcome wasn't as, as bad because he probably milked it a little bit mm. but Tui had a little lump on the top of his forehead that was bleeding straight after the impact and you're saying that it's only two weeks like you can see what that is he's going for him. is that concussion rule as well on Tui Nah, no, really? well, nah, he's, he's, if, if, if that they'll prop they probably tested him on the day, yeah, because yeah, it happened at what yeah. three, at three quarter time, half time, mm. yeah, so they probably tested him on the day, but mm. but uh, just before I get on to Cody Waitman, actually, um, oh, <laughs> Jeremy Cameron, six goals, one man, that guy's a gun, yeah, he's a freak, GW screwed up. They, I, well, he wanted to come up. He wanted to go. Yeah, they could have. So, if they paid him enough, he would have stayed. If he made him a million dollar player, he would have stayed. Is he a million dollar player? At- he's a million dollar player. Okay. With, yeah, no, he, he's in form. He's right up there. He's made, well, he's leading the Coleman. Maybe he's right now. Trade. That's what I'm saying, though. He's, he's, yeah. Oh, absolutely. 100%. He's, just the way that he goes about it. He works hard. Like, I, obviously, you fucking hate him because he doesn't well, play for your team, but... <laughs> yeah. That's like, the fortune, though. That's a good yeah. play. Yeah. yeah, it is. I wasn't sure of them picking their players, but... It's, it's like Hawkins back in the day. It's working. It's like, man, Hawkins still now. Like, what is he, 32? Yeah, something like that. 33, just 34? Just like, and he just, he, like. he just, every week, just gets his two or three goals. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, and that's all you can ask for. Yeah. Especially when you got Cameron sitting... Getting five and six and seven in a fucking week, you know. All right, Cody Waitman. We we got to talk about it because we got to do. We're, we're going to get on to the Collingwood game. We're going to talk about it again. But oh, yeah, fair. Cody Waitman, like, is there merit to it or not? Is he diving? 100%. Is he not diving? Well, he's hundred percent. He, I agree. Yeah, I, and he hasn't listened. But he's milked it. He said. He said. But he fucked himself. He fucked himself, he didn't fucked he? Because he made the comment. Yes. And then and then like the second half of that game. So he milked the first the first quarter. 
second half, second half, third, uh, second half, second quarter, second half, second quarter, third quarter, second quarter, I can't, I can't, anyway, back to this, so, um, edit, edit, um, yeah, so Cody Wakeman, he, he flopped the first quarter, and then he tried again three or four other times, didn't get a single free kick for it, and it looked, Terrible. So Hawkins Hawkins it. did it at the start of this year and he was the talk. Remember like round one, round two, remember that? So he like flew forward oh, yeah, right, and it was right, and it was just right. fucking ridiculous. So and everyone was graceful. like, You are an idiot. Yeah, yeah. Because that looks stupid. It was majestic though. Which one? <laughs> Tom Hawkins one. Yeah, when they whenever they do that fake push, it's always the same action. The arms go back like a swan dive and a, a leg lunges back and the neck arches. It looks graceful. I, I it, 100% it's wish as we were videoing. When someone gets knocked out, the arms go up in the air. I like wish that. we were videoing this podcast right then. Seeing the pair of you just do that fucking swan backwards <laughs> arm. Were we, were we <laughs> yes, you were. Nice. <laughs> oh, and the fist pump to go. Nice. Just, um, just top. It but it is. Yeah. It's 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 not a good look. Hey, I read a stat the other day. He had like 30. 35 free kicks in 25 matches. Nice shot. So 35 free kicks in 25 matches. And that was before he came out and said, oh, yeah, like winning free kicks is part of my skill set. Right. He's played five games since then. Yeah. And he's had two free kicks for. Interesting. So, in, yeah, interesting. But I, I, you, what you don't want, though, is you don't want there to be a free kick there and not and, paid. and them not get paid. Yeah. Because that's, right. that's not a good look for the game. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and there probably was one of those. Well, I did watch those the rest of those free kicks on the second half that weren't paid. And they were borderline, but they weren't like blatant. So he did lay them on a little bit. But oh, 100%. It was someone else who might And have if you could put... So Joel Selwood's been putting mayo on his free kicks for 15 oh, years. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is going off the free kick differential from round <laughs> 10 as well, put out by Sen. But um, you know the doggies lead on freeze as well? And yeah. they, have, they have done consecutively, and yeah. Richmond have consecutively finished on the bottom of the table. Even though I thought, you know, nine games at the MCG is favouritism, they don't get the rub of the green at all. Yeah, but they play so they play a completely different brand of footy as well. But, Richmond moved the ball too fast, and that's that could be why their free kick count is so low. Literally, Doggies have a differential of 55 for freeze, for and against. The next one down is your mob, Carlton, at 33. Then it keeps dropping so much. What's that? What's the average after that? So what's the median sort of thing? Negative. Most oh. most go into negative in the differential. Well, actually, the top eight of this, not the top eight of the ladder, that is. Yeah. Uh, pretty much just on like North Melbourne and ninth on three, and then after that, every team below goes negative. See, so, yeah, I got a real problem with these Rich, stats because Rich it ain't doing fuck all for North Melbourne. No, no, but for these free kicks aren't no, doing anything for North. I'm just always sus myself because I'm conspiracy theorist with this stuff, you know. Hmm. Um, Richmond always on the bottom, Doggy's always on the top. You know, trying to keep them up there. <laughs> Seriously, and Richmond are just doing their best. No, I mean, Richmond, but oh, like I freeze. Know. I think different, different brand, different brands of footy. I think, I think freeze against the dogs are 192. Every other team has 200 plus. Okay. Oh, yeah, well, there you go. That's a stat, I suppose. I don't know. Sorry, that was just not influential enough for you. No, that's quite interesting, actually. <laughs> I I like the fact that 
So Carlton are what? Second. Third. Thir- yeah, second. How, how many do they have? 33, against? a differential of 33, a positive 33. Yeah. You've got 241 freeze for and 208 freeze against. See, so, but do you know what? Well, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. That's not a massive difference. I don't mind that. I'm, no, no, the, but I'm talking... So the only one realistically... You going straight into like analytical numbers. I'm talking about... Just in general. I'm talking about... The, I've watched this over time and years now, or year and last year or so and whatnot. Dogs are always on the top of this table. They are always on the top. For freeze four. And Richmond are always on the bottom. It's so, almost like they're permanently embedded onto those parts of the ladder. So here's, bottom, so here's where... So here's what's, here's where I ask a question though. Geelong a tenth with two hundred and eighteen and two hundred and nineteen against, and West Coast a fifteenth with one hundred and ninety nine and two hundred and sixteen against. You still got to play good football to win a game. I agree, it but I would have picked. Umpire does. I agree, but I would have picked Geelong and West Coast because of the likes of Selwood, Shuey, Gaff. Oh. I, I would have gone, well, those blokes if are... If they weren't injured. Though, yeah, if they weren't injured. Those <laughs> blokes are like earning... more umpire-influential games. You know, like that umpire calling outside the square on the weekend. Man, there's been, there's been some fucking well, yeah, umpire we'll influence. Unless we go ahead too much. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, umpires are thankfully stepping back now with the descent. But, yeah, I just, I, I just I find some things just suspicious myself with football. But with... with Umpire, umpire influence that I can't, I can't say that it's a thing. I don't believe in it. I think that it's a it's a thing where you, you either don't win want the to game. believe in it. Yeah, but you either win the game through like you don't lose or win, win or lose a game purely off umpire influence. It's not a thing. You don't. Well, oh, I don't know about that. But you don't because um, you, you've, you've worked. You know, you work four quarters, and you've either won if you've won the footy well enough. You'll, you'll win the game without it. It doesn't matter about the umpire. I think, so. uh, yeah, I think okay. you're right over a whole game. Yeah. I don't think that might, that... might influence I think, a quarter, no, but I don't it, think it's going to happen over Well, they can influence... The problem is, is they can influence moments, and this is where the dissent fucking rule is ridiculous because they can influence moments of games. So, like, there's 100-metre penalties and stuff like that now. You didn't see that fucking two, three, the four years ago. That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, that is ridiculous. It's, it, do you know what I mean? So, and players putting their arms out and shit like that at the 60-metre mark, and all of a sudden then they're having a shot from 10 metres out. You know, That's fucked. You can change moments now as an know, umpire. As much as this guy is a pain in the butt, you know, as much as that, this guy's a bit of a pain historically, I've got to say, Dugowie has saved the AFL. Dugowie? Dugowie saved the AFL. Why has Dugowie? go. Kane Corn's too Oh, bad. man, I want to fucking hear this. Man. I want to see how he's fucking saved it. <laughs> All because he was the example when the umpires pinged him for when he got done and he put his arms up and he was like, I can't oh, he winced. This he winced, yep. And everyone's like, he's recognised he can't do that and you've still gone, too bad, so sad, 50 metres. But everyone's now gone in conversation. You can't be doing this. He's literally recognised and pulled himself in and you've gone, no. That's the example I reckon they all would have been using... And they've gone, yeah, we need to reflect on this and bring this back a bit. Okay, well. Bring it, bring this, bring it down to what emotion we're receiving back from the player and be realistic on you being rational 50 metres and, all right, fair enough, you're pissed, but you're on the mark, you put Too your bad. hands up. You're just giving me the bloody 
Rest in bitch face. So we're going to get on to that. Because it, so we'll get on to that because the AFL softened it today. They've, yeah. they've asked the umpires yeah. to soften it today. Woo. But let's get back here. So dogs, cat, it's pretty standard. Um, but, yeah, you'd, you'd have to – I think you'd have to be happy um, as a cat supporter. They're, they're coming good. They're coming good, but – They're coming good But right if you're now. a dog supporter, you're, you're going to be disappointed, surely. I think I, you're I disappointed sitting ninth. They haven't come into the season well. They finished – I don't know how they finished last year, but I remember it was a pretty decent season. They were in the well, Mel, well, Melbourne finished really well last year. They, the Bulldogs were on top uh, for a lot of the year. Yeah. And Melbourne, Melbourne had lost – like four games in a row. Yeah, right. And they right. fucking that's, finish with the last nine right. or something like that yeah. as wins. Can I tell you an interesting so. stat from the weekend? Most of their stats comparable for the whole game, but the one that is significantly different, which might have been the reason for the win, well, even that was all tight, albeit. Handballs, 174 to the Dogs, 119 to Geelong. Yeah. Big deficit. Afraid to kick the goal? Uh, no, kick the ball? Confident in their kicks, going long. But yeah, well, there is. There's a disparity. Two different game players. Yeah, that's what I mean. Two different brand, two very different brands of footy. The thirteen point winners, though. Mind you, when you see like Trelaw and McRae and the Bont all link up through that spine, fucking hell, it's pretty. But twenty three disposals. It's a common theme. It's a common theme this year with with handball game. It's just not that. It's not a strong play. The the best teams aren't handballing, doing handball as much. It's just not a thing. How beautiful is it though when you see it in action and it works? It That's great. what I mean. It's a, like when when all those doggies, I mean, and Trelaw is like he's Trelaw's fucking majestic. I just love watching him. But when they link up through that spine, they look good. Yeah, they do look good. It's not like they can't play because they're no, fucking they're good. A great team. And they'd be really disappointed, I think, about where they're currently sitting. But I think they've got an easier but, end, like, easier like back end of the season. I think yeah. the front end was pretty harsh. In terms of who they were versing. So. I'm going to say Aaron's like that too. Carlton's. Well, you're pretty easy. Carlton's back in. No, I'm going to say it's really hard. Oh, really? No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Adelaide and the Eagles. Oh, now, I tipped Adelaide by 42. Jad, you had Adelaide 35. And they won by 31. Oh, they, they, actually, they actually put in a little bit of effort. Which I was a little bit surprised at while I was watching about? it. Are you talking about West Coast? Well, the Eagles put a little bit of effort Are you in. taking No, honestly, I saw some really good passengers. That's the way yeah, I know, I know. Um, no, I saw some really good passages of play. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right. uh, get, well, well, you're the Eagle okay. here. Let's go, go on then. So, first quarter, Luke Shuey has no intent... To get, I don't know if you saw Luke Shuey in the fourth, first quarter. He had zero fucking intent to get the ball. He was scared of the damn ball. He's like 40, The ball could bro. be in front of him and he would be running in the opposite direction. He didn't take until the, halfway through the second quarter where he actually went for the fucking ball. Was it, wasn't afraid of getting to the ball. And he actually had some impact. He ended up finished with like 24 disposals from, from memory. And he actually had a pretty good game after that. Jad will be on to that right now. But we got to start the game better. We're like, we actually have some decent quarters the past three, I'll say the past three games. Your They're problem isn't quarters. having decent quarters, bro. Your problem is decent players. I agree. <laughs> oh, yeah, I agree with that. But, but the players aren't bad. 27 yeah. disposals. Yeah, there you go. But we had eight, like we're averaging the past three games, we're averaging eight premiership players. That's not good enough to have a, to be getting walloped by the number we are. We don't have bad players. So hang on. You don't have I, eight premiership players and get walloped like we're how, a fucking VFL. Yeah, player. but hang on. How old are your premiership players? It's irrelevant. 
It's irrelevant. Is it though? Is it It is irrelevant. It is so irrelevant. You can play with all the players and get a result. No, but there'd be two premiership cats in that side. How many would there be? There wouldn't be fucking many left. Okay, but veterans that actually... uh, Well, Cell was like 100. Yeah, but veterans that know what they're doing. They played in the grand final. So most of them are grand finals in 2020. So they know how to play footy. And West Coast have done the thing. We were the same. We've run a we've run a premiership four years ago, and you 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 expect the decline, you expect the decline after a premiership. But this is this is worse than a VFL team. This is fucking disgraceful, honestly. So if if they play, answer me this. Their stats, um, kangaroos included, are comparable to that of Fitzroy '96 when they dissolved. Like, do you know? Our, I don't know. They haven't spoken historically over how bad Melbourne and that were like over five, five years, years ago. ago. Yeah, but apparently yeah, at the moment right. though, our stats are comparable to. Well, yeah, what's so do you know? Do you know? So I'm going to give. I'm going to give you a bit of a whack right now because last week, yeah. last week, I said to you, as an Eagles supporter at 49, percent that's Fitzroy territory when they folded. Now I wasn't I wasn't saying let's get this straight out on the table. I wasn't saying they were going to fold because the Eagles aren't going to fold. That's ridiculous. But it was Fitzroy territory, and you said to me your exact words were, "No, you've just picked up on mainstream media, and now you've come out with the fucking Fitzroy yeah, stat." I've been listening to this stupid podcast called Out of Bounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's like it, I agree though. I because I've had a look at it. And it is. It's all of those stats and percentages and win loss ratio and all that shit is like it basically is the the same. Right. So it's pretty bad. Now the other question I have for you guys. So I've I've changed my opinion on this multiple times throughout the year. I started off the year thinking that Simo had to go. Then I came back. I changed opinion through probably round four to seven. That I thought, oh, you know, the coach is actually doing alright. We we're just having a bad bad run. And now I'm back to saying Simo's got to fucking get out. Of he has to go. He has, he has to, go. to go. He's been there for too long. He's he's stagnant. And you see, we've seen one in, in his press conferences. He's just he's not happy. I actually think he might end up at North. It very well could be. Yeah, I think he could too. I don't I'm think. I think that'll be a good fit. I think you, there's every chance you may not see coach go this year. I don't think it's necessarily reflective. not even at the end of the year. Not within the two teams you're speaking of, I think. Oh no, I, I agree with that. I don't I think, think it. I think both teams are reflective of what they're working with. You know, North Melbourne, for instance. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get onto them later because we will. But you know, what can you do? Like as highlighted, they are aging. They're aging. Yeah, we yeah, don't have and speed. You, don't they're know. highlighted by you know the fact that these are marquee players who, by reputation, it precedes them. That you still think. They're guns. But unfortunately, you saw, like, what I thought was one of the sadder moments to see was watching J.K. Kennedy get the ball in front of goal and just ping it straight through the points dead set in front. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, man, you're just one of those guys who just never so misses. The problem is, too, is and that I was West like, Coast... the magic's dying because he's, you know... And that's, and exactly. that's correct. And I West, think, West yeah. Coast have lost their... They've missed their boat, too. Yeah. They can't even get rid of these players. Yeah, that's the problem. Because no one's going to be with. Well, you've got to get rid of Nadine. Like you said last week, Jack. What for? But you, you they said they you touched on this. You touched on this last week Maybe about how they've got no stock. Well, no like they, they've, just, they've got no stock left in their players. So you're you're basically you're showing an old race that's horse. it. You're, you're basically showing these guys um, every week to clubs that 
could potentially pick them up next year if you wanted to trade or offload and gain salary. But and blah, even blah, our blah. young guns, you can't do that that now because they're not showing anything. But I don't see how I don't see how our like I'm looking at this player list and it doesn't scream at me. North Melbourne is and we're in a horrible state and it's a terrible team and we're going to be 18th for the next 10 years. Like it doesn't scream at me. Like we've got good talent. It's not all high draft picks by any means, but there's enough players there that I think we should be competitive at the moment. And we're not even competitive. It shouldn't be being blown out of the water by I think that's a direct result though of you, of the Eagles, keeping these, those older players and not necessarily bleeding those young guys through. I agree with that. I think last year we screwed up there big time. We didn't do it enough last year, and especially on the back end. And another, uh, a big point that uh, the stat that really interested me actually was since round fifteen last year, West Coast's average is fifty five percent since round fifteen last year. So it's not just a this year thing. This isn't a this year no. problem. This is this has been going on for a while. And I think since twenty twenty, so that's the, nearly twenty. That's twenty rounds of footy, and your percentage is fifty five. Yeah. So it's oh, well, if you average it out, it's probably about fifty-two. So I think I think our game plan is horrible. I don't think we're we're using our players the way they should be played. Um, I'm sick of this kick mark bullshit and looking for the perfect pass. Like the perfect pass doesn't need to exist in football. Like it's no, it doesn't need and, to be a thing. And you need to back your players, and they're going to win a contest. Well, and teams um, use that chaos ball like flat out exactly yeah. to their advantage. All the time. Carlton are a great example of that at the moment. I think this is, like, I think people catastrophize when they get on the bottom. Yeah, you've said this for a long time, though. Yeah, I think the media does it. The media are paid to catastrophize. The easiest one to sink the boot into. But, like, it's funny to watch someone from the second bottom team, the team below us, mine, because I'm Kangas, you know, so to hear, I'm like, wow. Jeez, I'm one out from you. No. But I'm like, I'm more Winning. Ho- I'm more hopeful in 17th than that. But I was like, oh, there is this defeatism, I reckon, at the bottom, but someone has to be there at the end of the day. It will be most interesting at the end of the year that you accept the fact that you're battling it with North for the wooden spoon, but it's what you come back with next year. If you're saying you've got the stock, you'll find out next year whether that's true or not. Because if, if you start next year the exact same way, I just, you know, they're not the youngest team in the league, but you've also got those old ones who I reckon you will see some go. Yeah, yeah if you, yeah, can't, come out, if you can't come out the gates start of next year and reflect it in your football, That's, I reckon that will show that you are desperately in trouble. But is that, this is the thing, is that going to be, if we don't come out the gates next year, is that, a, is that a list problem or is that a coaching problem or a bit of both? I, I, think, I think both. I think, I think both for I sure. I think it's stronger. Depends how much problem. of your leadership you call. Because there's a lot of older leaders. Yeah, I think there. they need to go. I think a lot but of them. But you've will got to retain too. some still. But yeah, you you, mm. your problem is is that you because the Eagles didn't do what, and this is why Geelong have always been so good. And we spoke about this last week. Um, oh, they don't Ge- really rebuild. Well, well they do, no, they don't because they bleed their players through. Yeah. You know, potentially one or two at a time, yeah. and they, they give them, really well. and they don't give them one week and then drop them back to the twos. Yeah. They give them two or three weeks and then they might go back to the twos to pick up some form and then they come back. Yeah. Whereas the Eagles haven't done that. No. All of a sudden, fucking COVID hit and they went, oh, fuck, we need 20 fucking players from the waffle. Yeah. yeah. And all of them are fucked. And a great example of that. They're all so young and green. Start of this year, great example of, of giving... And the waffle fucking hated you for it. Oh, yeah. Every club in the waffle oh. fucking hates yeah. you now. Yeah, yeah. But like... 
Another another great example of like you know not bleeding players through is giving when Jack Darling got his vaccination earlier this year. So I think it was after first round uh, round one or just no, it was two two weeks before. Yeah. So he was he, he was straight on the list. No no VFL. Sorry, waffle. No waffle. Straight into the list. And I think that I don't think that's that's the way to do it. You're giving these guys that have been working their ass off for a preseason, and then just chucking a guy in that hasn't been in the in the team all preseason. He obviously wasn't doing the work because you could see in the first couple of rounds he was he was lacking, and then you you're just t- giving a spot that someone's been working their ass off uh, ass off for to a bloke that just hasn't got the same. Well, he hasn't had he hasn't had the same opportunity. Is he going to go? Not this year. JK is going. I hope Nat Nui goes, but I, don't, I think they'll keep him. And I think they're stupid. Oscar anyway. Allen will come back though. He'll be back next year. We'll yeah, so call back. We'll have Oscar Allen back. That's what I mean. So did, does Darling go? Not not this year. No, we'll have him till next year. He'll, he'll he'll start next year. JK, I think JK will go. I really Nui want Darling to go. I really want Darling want to, to go to Essendon. If if we if we're smart, we'll get a pick for him while he's still in fucking decent, reasonable. Form. You should you should. That's that's what I mean. Yeah, the and the no, Eagles should get, trade him. We need to get that's rid of my opinion. Elliot Yo, we need to get rid of Gaff. We need to just you know sell the kitchen sink and just get some. good They're money. all fucking injured. They're injured all the I time. Know. And that's a is that is that is that an age problem? Or is that a conditioning well, I think, problem? Well, I think it's an age and conditioning. How many people? Even the young guys. We've got young guys that have been out for li- that are literally on it. Three people in our inactive list. What happened? So Oscar Allen. What happened to Oscar Allen? So it started off as, a, as an elbow issue. Um, it was an elbow issue most of last year. He, was, he had a brace on over preseason, and now it's turned into a. You know, he's got a foot problem as well. So yeah, he's on the inactive list at the end of the year. It's not fucking Charlie Kuno. I feel your frustration. Yeah, there because fucking that, that, oh, man, that, that, that's not really that's conditioning. Me, that's just fucking unlucky. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred percent. Thoughts on Campbell Chesser? You pick up? Yeah, I rate him. I've seen him in Waffle. I actually rate him. Is he going to play? He probably will next year, I reckon. I'll give it. I'll give it next year. All back end of this season. What about Car? What's his name? Oh, Jai Cully. Jai Cully. He'll be a player back end of this season. He looks. I tell you what, he looks like a player. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But we've seen some. We've seen some, and he's, he'll probably fit right in at the Eagles, actually. Yeah, but I'm worried. Like I haven't done many much in um, you know background on this, but I've seen a lot of people post online that you know mid season draft picks just go <clears> nowhere. Is that a, I don't know if that's a thing or if that's... Uh, no, I don't think so because, I mean, you're looking at... Um, what is the guy? Is it Jai um, Newcomb from Hawthorne? Oh, he mid-season? He was last year's mid-season oh, he's draft. He's a fucking gun. Jet. So, no, that's, that, I think that's wrong. Um, but like ours, so Durden will come straight in, I'd say, over the next couple of weeks because we need a fucking defender. Right, right. So probably not as strong. So Marchbank, I think, is, and we'll get on to that, but, but I think Marchbank will come back this week. But but the Eagles are in strife. Yeah. They're in big fucking strife. And I said five years and you disagreed with me that uh, with five years. My, um, my theory behind this, and that's why I wanted to stop our discussion the other day, my theory behind the five years, I'm not necessarily saying it's going to take that five seasons, yeah. but... For you guys to be competitive again, realistically, you guys needed to probably bleed these kids in that are going to play into the future. And the problem is, is that you're not necessarily bleeding those players in that are going to be playing for your club even next year because you're just grabbing top-up players out of the waffle now. So these aren't players that are on your list Full time. No. These are players that are on your list for 2022 because you had to. It depends who we get as a coach as well. Because I, I don't think 
I don't think Simone's going to stay. Um, and it really depends. There's some good... Nah, me neither. I think there's a chance we could get Clarko, honestly. And I wouldn't. it would not surprise me. It, it's a strong potential. Big club. One of the biggest clubs. We're building into a premiership window again. Um, and they could throw the kitchen sink. How much money does the West Coast have? The yeah, but then I look at, like, JR's team. And I think fuck, they've got the most money in the fucking whole AFL. They'll have to pay that to Jason Horn. He's gone. In order to keep him, he's gone. Yeah, we'll get we'll get onto that too. I've got a I've got a question to ask you about that. Like, he's gone. But you've written this. What's we, this? Oh, I was just going to highlight the fact that the team that won, you have um, obviously Tex, McAdam, and Foggy have all kicked three goals. Man, I love that Tex is back. I love that he's back in oh, goals. Yeah, he's such a form. I hope he gets forward. another contract next year, though. Yeah, just just a year or just a year. I I love. I, I just reckon it's good for Footy having him back. Yeah, I really do. He's, he's such. He's, a, he's done his fucking time with the whole racism thing and rah rah. Yeah. I think I think that was. I don't know. It may have been taken a little bit far. It may not have. I I'm, I'm not sure. I wasn't there. I don't know I love anything the 50 about meter it. But wind up he does. Fifty meters. I think it's great. Load up and fucking know, from sixty. Well, so Tex kicked three. Fog, did Fogarty kick three too? And McAdam. Hmm. So, but Tex kicked points too. One. Fuck. So he could have had, he could have quite easily had four. That's not bad going, eh? No. He's a bloody good footballer. He's a good general. You see him, you know, pointing everyone around. And that club needs him too, in in my opinion. That club needs him. All right. Uh, oh, Suns and North. Well, go on. Get straight into Horny. So Gold Coast. Okay. All right, so just before we go over the game then, so I read something today. Oh, no. So remember the fake draft, uh, the um, fake trade that they put out? Yeah, so did you hear it was so it was on the 7 AFL thing, blah, blah. Did you? So I like this from Horn Francis. Butters. It was Butters. Yeah, yeah, from, from Port Adelaide and the picks. Yeah. No, but I like this from Jason Horn Francis because Jason Horn Francis got onto Instagram and liked that post. Yep. I, I think it's – look, I think it's funny, but I want to know your opinion on whether or not it's got any merit. Yeah, no, I um, I thought it was humour. I thought he just was literally like, oh, someone's doing a thing about me and this is funny because obviously trades don't happen like that. It's not a trade that will happen. But he was about, oh, yeah, I'm in the media. I like this. Why not? But also, he, he he's smart. He might want to go back to Adelaide one day. And he, fair enough. But if, what he should be doing is Adelaide's not exactly performing where he's like, I need to get there right now. Ruse are happy to throw the bank or the checkbook at him. And Ruse are the one going through the rebuild, which a lot of teams have gone through. And they're still playing competitive football. They're, um, they're not Yeah, they are. For, for quarters. Yeah, yeah. Than Still, West Coast. Like, some of their score totals of defeats, the 50, 60 points, have literally happened in the fade out of the. Of the last quarter. Yeah. So, you know, I have faith, but obviously, you know, North Melbourne haven't been very inspiring for like 10 years or longer now that they're going to always just be competitive week after week. But I think if he sticks it out, he'll be into something good for the future. But he hasn't even displayed football yet where. He's worth his salt just yet. He's going to get there hundred percent. But oh, he's going to be a good player. There's a lot of there's a lot of it going over 
around him, and it does surprise me. Like, the media's beating it up so much, because I'm thinking, all right, he's a number one, but I was like, how about all the two, threes, fours, fives, all the hundreds of other players out there that actually move into state to play football and get on with it, but all of a sudden, Jason or Francis is like, oh, you know, get back home. His dad played two games for Port. I think his dad's even jailbird, I heard this week, did some time in prison. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I'll look more into that over the week and get back to you on that one. But yeah, you know Nobody fact-checkers. Jared will fact-check himself. At the end of the day, I'm at the point now where I was like, if he goes, he goes. Mm. I was like, I'm still happy. I'm more invested in Tom Power. He's my smoky. And Will Phillips? Uh, I want to see him play more. He's obviously not played anything this year with the fever. But yeah, Tom yeah, Power. Yeah, glandular fever, right? Yeah, but yeah. Tom Power, under 18, San FL winner. That's something Jason didn't win. Yeah. You know, and, you know, Dane Swan was like, what, pick 50-odd? Brownlow yeah, it was, he was like 58 or something. You know, I'll just, I'm playing with Horn Francis on a wait and see. You know, if he starts really becoming a threat, I'll be gutted to lose him. But, you know, you know, look at like um, oh, some Melbourne pickups in the day, like Watts and that. They come in. Fizzled, man. But yeah. so much pressure. And that's and that's what you got to worry about with JHF, so, though. So, you know what? And, you know, he, I just think he's very smart. He can get his money from North because, like, as I've said the other day, they couldn't get Kelly. They couldn't get Martin. They couldn't get Gaff. They couldn't get to go in. They were offer, offering money. So, of course, they're going to offer him money. And he can clearly become the North marquee player. He should sign another two years to go... I'll go four years with you, and if you are seriously still cooked at four years, I'm now at an age where I'm really going to be a force to reckon with and Adelaide, what do you want from me now? And then he can even probably demand more. Because he is still contracted. He is still contracted now for next year because the rookie contract is two years. So he's still contracted for the next year anyway. So it would need to be a a pretty worthwhile trade to let him go because North realistically – I wouldn't be I wouldn't be rushing to extend him because he hasn't lit the world on fire anyway. No, no. So I wouldn't be rushing to extend him. Yeah. I would want to keep him because I think he's going to be a fucking good player. Yeah. Um, I, he's he's good because and he I think his attitude will improve, which is something that you'd noticed. You'd noticed the attitude that's and the stuff like I that. Think, but I think that will improve. He's happy because his attitude sucks you watch, on the you field. See, he, he doesn't have effort. He doesn't. He does, he's not really like going after it. He's not chasing a ball if it's not in his immediate vicinity. And it, when he's on the bench, he doesn't look enthusiastic. He just doesn't look like he wants to be there. To be fair, though, it's... I know it's his like, first year. It, no, it's but, okay. no, but it's also a culture thing, too. There's North aren't just... And if you listen to James Brayshaw talk, and, and Brayshaw will always say, it's got nothing to do with me. I'm not involved with the club. I just speak mm. to people and blah, blah, blah. He will never let on that he still has sway, much like what you said about Eddie Maguire. Right. Right, but if you listen to him talk, even he's saying now, I'm what I'm worried that there's a cultural issue down there now um, well, that they, so they may or may not be able to get out of. Look at what happened when <clears throat> Melbourne suffered two losses, rainy premiers. Fuck, the wheels are falling off down and there. And all of a sudden, they're having punch-ons. Imagine being a team on the bottom of the ladder. You're all over the news. Yeah, agree. Every time you speculate it over, like, your culture is is that you're defeated. You're like, we need to get the results on the paper and we've got nothing. But it's always they- crap news. You can't have 
positive culture, and it's just media spin. It's, I actually do it's you not media spin. Though. It is though, but do you actually follow the internal club stuff? Like when they actually go, like do you go on Facebook and follow when North Melbourne players do their own interviews and whatnot? Yeah, and I've seen like the Benna Mafia interviews, and I've seen their internal. Like they're actually a tight group connected, and they are invested. But obviously, like Caroline Wilson and the like, obviously. This is what sells. You need to have a disaster story that sells. It's, and it's North not Melbourne are that. You can't say it's factual looking at their list. Like, you, you're saying that it's it's horrible being at the bottom of the ladder. It's not just this year. It's not just the past five years. They've been... They haven't got any good talent. They've had the picks. They've wasted the picks. They've, like... wasn't. I'm pretty sure their last top three pick that was half decent was... Uh, what is his name? We've got... Oh, Luke Davies, Uniac's a bit of a beast. And then you also got to follow up with uh, Ben... Is it Ben Powell? Tom Powell. Tom Powell. Tom Terrell with names. But he's a bit of a weapon. But yeah. It's it's not like the... I can tell, know, I can tell you... Off the, I can tell you now, Gabe, next year when we talk football, my team will be climbing up higher than West Coast. Oh, but I don't expect I don't expect any other. Like, yeah, unfortunately, but North, we won a premiership. North Melbourne literally cut all their stock and went to young. Like their VFL teams, just playing as bad. Like they're oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, the team's young. It's playing every week to get better, and all they'll keep doing is getting better in their gameplay and their format. So, I'm completely invested in the future, and I'm not as I'm not as detrimental over my past. Brody and I think spoke over this last week. It. Feels like it was longer than what it is, but yeah, they've ebbed and flowed around like a. Over the last ten years, it, it's been that whole ninth to eighteenth. Not inspiring though, like yeah, but but all right. So another question is: Do you, is the culture issue um, entwined with their coach? That's the funny one. That's the one I think could be a problem. That's the one I'd be looking at more. So, do you not rate the? Uh, do you not rate the the spray and the apology? Oh, that's interesting, eh? I reckon, yeah, that's the funniest thing I reckon going around. They must. I really would love to know what went on for him to have to apologise. Because you don't just apologise for that. You even see it sometimes. It was it was justified in my opinion. Like it's what it was. What third round, fourth round? In. Yeah, hundred eight loss. Yeah, to the it, was, it was deserved. It was a good spray. Like it's not like they're in West Coast position with a bunch of injuries and COVID and whatnot. But, like the, yeah. the effort was garbage that game. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're working with. Uh, I do think there are specific lazy players. Who? Pollock. Oh yeah, Stevens. I don't know what's going on with you some players else. Stevenson, you're talking about? Oh, Stevenson, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, fuck. Really? He just, he just gallops at the moment. Yeah. He's in a trot. Well, sorry. It doesn't have trot, the but that As soon as he gets the fucking ball, you're just like, fuck, what are you going to do with it now? But it could be, but that can be a problem with overcoaching <clears> as well. Because Freo used to have the same issue. Potential. He used to do the same thing. And now look at them now with a bunch of players from other teams that have just been flops at other teams. Now they're just excelling, like James Aish. Um, and a bunch of other players, the other bloke from Gold Coast, they're killing it now just because they've been, you know, putting the right team with good coaching. Well, speaking of Gold Coast, man, so they won this game, obviously. Yeah. And they won it by 10 goals. But can we touch on how good 
Took Miller is. Oh, freak. Yeah, freak. He's right behind Clayton Oliver. Shit. All Australian this year. Man, he is a gun. Freak. And hasn't he just made strike? Like, if you just said to me, you know, sort of three or four years ago that it, Took Miller's going to be the best player at the Suns, I would have gone, fuck off. You're an idiot. But all yeah. of a sudden, and he's. The effort. Yeah. Always, he's just game. chucked it in there and loves it. Well, that's the thing. It's it's interesting though because it's, it's um just it's like another thirty on the weekend. Just, yeah, just working hard. The guy just doesn't stop it. working and just gets the ball and just clean possessions. Good. Yeah. yeah, that's the difference between him and um and what's the other bloke? That orange hair bloke, Rao. Rao. Yeah, so Rao gets messy possessions. Like he, I'd have him, but too. Yeah, but he he doesn't take the ball clean. Like the best midfielders such as Cripps at, at your mob and Took Miller and and Clary and Petrarca, they all get clean possessions. I've never seen Raul take a clean possession, ever. Like or not? Yeah, it's all. It's it, yeah. It's miss, always in the middle. He's always he likes that chaos. Always, football. But yeah, it's just he's on a took Miller's on another level, man. All right, next game. <laughs> we can probably spend a bit of time on this too. D's in Sydney. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's going on with the D's? McDonald's out now. Sam May's going to spend another week out. Yeah. Because of his silly decision to punch on with. I, I think they've just Milton. been. Um, I don't know if they've been outworked, but I think they've. Like, their game plan seems to be kind of similar to what it has been. The structure hasn't really changed. But they're definitely getting beaten by speedy teams. Is May. Is, I know May was a big out, he, him being out hurt. However, does he. Well, they didn't does have he May create. The either. And they got beaten. Yeah. So is is he that catalyst though? Well, we'll find out next week, I guess. I don't know who they're playing. Mate, they're playing Collingwood on Monday. Oh. So we'll get to the tips. But if I was a Melbourne supporter, I'd be fucking shitting my pants. I think they'd take Collingwood. Collingwood. No I, May. I think no, no May. No Melksham. No yeah. McDonald now. I still think they'd take Collingwood. Oh, no fans man. at the game. <laughs> Oi, That's and did you thing. see some of the supporters give Petraka a whack for that? Yeah, but do you know what I'm most ah. impressed about? Is that I reckon someone saw my comment on Facebook. The week they before. probably did. Because I talked about You this did and say that. We spoke about it at my bar. News, it's out there. Yep. I was bloody stoked. Yep. Because as a North fan, always getting told you've got two fans at the game, whatever. It was, you know, they're calling out the Premiers. I thought, yeah, about time to talk about it. To be fair, North play GWS next week. How many do you reckon they're going to have at Marvel Stadium? They'll have the full faithful. I reckon reckon they're going to have 7,000. I reckon that'll be about it. Yeah, well, it is what it is. But that is is what's currently going to Melbourne. Do you know what the difference is, though? North Melbourne were originally the Friday Night Kings, you know, to play. And if you remember watching even just football back then when at least North were winning... Yeah. It was a full house because it was compared to football. Yeah, yeah, they brought crowds. So true. this is sad that Melbourne are finally there. And they actually showed you the stats this week on, oh, I don't even know what I was watching, but their their fan base has deteriorated over the week. Is it- over the year, sorry. So they had obviously the game of the round. They're so you're talking high- about their members or their fan base no, in general? so attendance, sorry, at game. Oh, yeah, yeah. So okay. game one against the Dogs, the Premiership rematch was their highest attendance. And then ever since the then, 
Yeah, it yeah. would have been. And, and, that's, and that, that would have been only because it's round one. Ever yeah. since then, as you can see, they've had their hot streak of winning up until the last two rounds, and their attendances gone have gone down and down. That's and, crazy. I mean, you've had games against Frio at... Can you imagine if West Coast were on a 13-win streak? You'd be you'd be packed crowd every week. Yeah. You could barter a ticket for so much money. Oh, it'd be crazy. It'd be crazy. So, I mean, like, even just the stats on this game, man, you look at... So, Sydney won that game by 12 points. Yeah. And, and realistically, I don't think anybody would have tipped Sydney. No. Oh, no we we both went the Ds last week. I don't think anybody would have tipped them. No. But you... So, top... Five possession getters. Okay. See if you can name them. For Sydney? Or just for the, for the whole game? For the whole game. See if you can name the top five possession getters. Don't And don't look at your iPad. I will. Because <laughs> I won't stand Did a Tom chance Hickey this. Did Tom Hickey play? Uh, I won't say him. Nick Blakey. Nope. Josh Kennedy. Josh Kennedy's out. He wasn't in. Nah, man. He's out. He's injured. Tom McCartan. Nope. All right. Do you want me to tell you? You want me to start throwing him out? No, because you're looking at your fucking I can see you. You're an arsehole. Go on. No. They're all Melbourne players. You're an arsehole. (laughs) No. So so Viney had 32. Are there any Oliver, 29. Gorn, 28. Callum Mills for Sydney Uh, had 26. Yeah. Petraka had 25. Wow. Right? The closest, the closest Sydney player to any of them was Lloyd on 22. Wow. Yeah. So in in between, in between, in between Petraka and Lloyd, you've got Jordan, Brayshaw, and Langdon. With those So that's that's massive. Do we have stats on inside 50 entries? No. I could probably Oh, Jad might be able to look it up, but I don't, be, have, I don't have them right now. I'd be keen to know if, if that but many disposals, how many times you gone inside 50? Because Effectively. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. that would be really, that would be so interesting to know. Because if you compare those numbers to what Sydney got, well then it's either a defense issue or your offense issue. Or I think it's a, I think it's a rebound footy issue. Right. They can't get up. But I mean, you, like you look at Gorn, you know, two weeks ago, they played Frio, and I said that Darcy, Luke Darcy gave him uh, Luke Darcy, Sean Darcy, Sean Dar- yeah, gave him a touch up. Oh yeah, and he did. He did give him a touch up, Can and I now have... Gorn's come back and kicked three goals. Interrupt with a little fun fact I heard this week from Heath Shaw. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Never taken a bounce, Max Gorn. No. Oh, yeah. Never in his whole career. There was a few, there was a few in that. His whole though. career. Oh um. Oh mate, Tom Hickey hasn't taken a bounce either. Yeah. Well, well, well. But yeah. I was like, Can't oh, believe how it. about that? He's going to yeah. have... That will mess with his head now. He'll be like, I just need to get the ball and go, bing, just to get the ball. Well, sure, he wants he him to have one. Yeah, he said, he's, he's, <laughs> have one. Have one. Yeah, but his coach would be saying, you've not If you bounce that ball, you'll be sitting on the fucking yeah, pile, let me tell you. do it for social media. Yeah. That becomes the gin of him. But I mean, like, f- like Fridge, Fridge kick three, like the boy that I want or wanted... Papley just is lazy too, you know. He, when he sparks, though, do you still have Papley? Yeah, oh Papley, mm. about having him at Carlton. I don't think you need him. I no, you, you I don't. Got, you got good small forwards already, man. Do you know? Yeah, do you know what? <laughs> You're a dickhead. Um, <laughs> I would listen to the podcast. <laughs> I, 
I um, <laughs> I would have him in my team, hundred percent. And who would you take out of your team? Then? Oh, there'd be plenty. Motlop wouldn't need to play. Durden wouldn't need to play. No, I don't like. I don't like Durden. I don't like hanging shit on any of my my guys, but. Um, you don't like Durden. Well, I'm not saying I don't like him. Yeah, I'm saying if, if you're asking me if if you're asking me if Papley's a better player than Durden, then I'm saying yes, Papley's a better player. I don't know. Durden works fucking hard. You're gonna be fucking shitting me if you had the opportunity to pick up Corey Durden or Papley, you'd pick up Durden. No, you wouldn't. You'd pick up Papley every day of the fucking week. I'm just week. saying, would you trade? Papley. Yeah, but would you trade? Papley, hundred percent. If you already had Durden in your team. Would you trade him? It's different between trading. If I had Durden in my team to get Papley, would you need on, cu- on current form right now? Yeah. Um, I'd have to have a look at it. I'd have to have a serious look. Yeah. But if but if you're asking me to pick a side, oh, that's a bit. Papley would Papley yeah, would bit. be. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Um, if we were go- if Carlton were going to win right now, yeah, Papley would be my guy. And yeah. would I trade for him? Yeah, you would. Right. You would. You wouldn't take Durden over Papley. No. If you were going for a That'd win. That would be a pretty now. scary trio up front, though. You'd have Kerno, Kerno McKay, McKay Papley. Papley. That's yeah. pretty disgusting. Fucking nice. Right. And then you could chuck Motlop in, because like, he's, he's going to be good, too. Yeah. I just love the fact that he's oh, playing yeah. footy at the same time as his dad. <laughs> That's fucking yeah, weird. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool. It's really weird. <laughs> um, all right, next, Collingwood Hawthorne. This was a... Friggin' good game. That was a that was, was a really good game. Best of coached games, like Sam Mitchell's had a few. McRae Mitchell, yeah. Sam Mitchell. Well, that's that's Collingwood's um, second four point win in two weeks. He's, Sam Mitchell's done some crazy good coaching, like in comebacks. Like he, he mixes it up. If you saw the first half of their game, Sam Mitchell. Uh, I know they didn't win, but Sam Mitchell. The first half of that game, they were handballing everywhere. They were playing in the wet. And then you saw in the second half of the game that they were like they were going a handball and then they'd turn it into a kick instead. Or they would uh well they they were really thinking about, you know, trying to get these handball chains, but wasn't working in the wet. Second half of the game, it was just all kicks. All kicks. And that's how they they got back in the mm, game. Mm. Brought the game to ground ball to ground and off they went. I re- I honestly thought Hawthorne were gonna pull it off. I th- they gave it a good uh, go. When, oh man, when they go in front, I was like Shit, they might go fucking, a good go. They might run over the pies here. But yeah, they they win the upset, don't they? Like like you're saying, they've beat beaten Brisbane by five, Cats by twelve, and then, and then almost and they're all and they're all the games, but they're all games that you would have gone. You know, Hawthorne right them off, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but you know, the week before pies, they've lost to Suns by sixty-seven points, Tigers by twenty-three, lost to Essendon by twenty-seven. Back in the day. What round six, seven? They've only lost to Melbourne by ten points. Mm. That was well and truly before they were defeatable as well. I think they're on the cusp though. They win, yeah. They're, they, close. they're, they're like, real close. They're to... better with a challenge than they are on a yeah, that's bit, true. Like a more even kill day. But they, they, I think they're close. I reckon next year they'll be, they'll be very, if not in finals, very close to it. So, um, I think that I think they got the chance to be in finals though next year. You know, good team to watch, and I love watching Mitchell coach him as well. Yeah, he's great. I, I love to see him play. A that was a good move on to coach. Yeah. I'm not glad he, the way Hawthorne got rid of um, Alistair, but it's good that they got Mitchell. I, I just really loved back when he beat the Cats. Just seeing the elation on him because he's never got to coach a win over the Cats. He's always got to play the rivalry. Yeah, oh, he right. was so like, 
yes, I'm done eating the coaches. Too. And I was like, that would feel so amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm not cold. I'm not wet. <laughs> <laughs> but also, he's also beaten them in the coaching box as well. Yeah, 100, oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. He can brag both ways. Um, Collingwood in that game? Thoughts? Um, well, I suppose we can talk about the the diving again. I Like... Uh, does Ginnivan play for him? Yes, he does. Do I hate him? Yes, I do. Would you? Would anybody have him on their team? Probably. It's. Yeah. I, I think it's as simple as that. I think it's as simple as that. Um, and McRae come out this week and said, "Oh, I've got to get some clarity." Blah blah. Because there were missed free kicks against him. But the unfortunate part about it is, he's played for those free kicks, and the umpires now go, "Well, now we're going to look at it a little bit closer." Yeah, he's um he does play it up a little bit, but I think that that's going to come back to bite him soon. I think there's more than just Cody Waitman and Ginnivan that. Why do you want to lose your legacy but, though? You know, like if if you put you worked your your ass off your whole childhood to to get to where you are now, and then you get to the big time, then you just everyone knows he was a flop. Like surely you don't want to do that. I thought you were going to call him a flog, and I was going to agree. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like that fucking haircut, man. Seriously. Oh, it's gross. And his fucking hair colour. Seriously. Um I, do you know who I'd really love to talk about? Ollie Henry. Yeah, I thought he was a smooth Henry. operator and he's in the forward line. He's been like that the whole year, though. Yeah, that's who I want to talk about. I just thought he was just Sorry. Nah, you got there first, but he was who I was gonna when I was gonna open my little trap, I was gonna say <laughs> I really enjoyed watching him play. I thought, Your little trap. Well, I was speaking. <laughs> I reckon it is. If we heard the voice back, I'm sitting a lot closer to the mic than you. <laughs> yeah, it's my <laughs> my baritone, baritone voice. <laughs> but yeah, no. I, but he's he's a he's going to be a good player. Yeah, he's only a young dude too. Lipinski as well. I was enjoying watching him get around. He's another good pickup. Dacos thirty six. Oh, Dacos is ridiculous. Fucking yeah. Ridiculous. Oh my god. Rising, rising star selling up. You think? No. Nah. Um, Logan McDonald actually took out the nab. I don't think Man, he's going yeah, to... Yeah, this week. Nah. This week. I, think yeah, yeah. I reckon it's uh, maybe John Ingham. Oh, because he's still eligible because he came in halfway, yeah. He's freak. He's freakishly good, that kid. I, oh. love his, I love his tackle aggression. I wish I had that in my team. Yeah. Like, he averages like 10 tackles a game. It's something, it's something stupid. It's some... He broke the record. Didn't he have like 14 in his debut? First game, yeah. He's wow. a freak. He's, he tackles like a machine. I love it. Yeah. Pressure, pressure, pressure. All right. Uh, last game of the round before we get to tips and general shit talk. You, Dockers and Brisbane. Now, Jr. I don't even want to talk to you. Now, Jr. I don't. I don't know whether or not you listened back to the podcast last week. So, seriously, not fair. So I tip the Dockers and Jr. Because it's the closest color to purple. Maybe a blender. I tip the Dockers and honestly the more that I watch them the more I think oh, you know right. what you 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 can you go can you you need to believe now Sydney same deal they need to believe as well Frederick getting suspended for not piss you're an idiot um, oh, you're, you're calling Frederick an idiot like he's stuffed up but you don't ban him on one of the best games he's played of the year he literally won you the game yeah you, you don't ban him for that you, okay, you give him okay. a slap on the wrist. You give him a slap on the wrist. It's your first offence. Let's. Uh, I think they come out hard now. I think they come out hard now on purpose. Probably, but mate, he, 
The back last May only got suspended from Melbourne for a week for drinking while on the concussion. Yeah, but he's he's so Frederick's a weak Frederick's a weak man, but um, I think they come out because the world is just too woke now, man. Someone's going to whinge about it if they don't do anything. Simple as that. Yeah, and I guess the other spectrum is like West Coast being too soft. So. Oh, there's, yeah. There's been for no a number of years. For the nightclub. Like the nightclub thing as well. Like, yeah. Rotham got played that game. Did he need to get played? No, we had a bunch of emergencies, but he still played him. It's stupid. Um, yeah. It's, I, it's, I think it's a bit harsh. I, I, I think that, okay, yeah, harsh maybe. I don't know. Whatever. I, I'm not married to it any either way. I don't care. But um, Jesus is a player. He's fr- the speed he, us- he utilizes the ball well, and he's got some damn good speed. Yeah. That's too that, that back tap. The other oh, week. that was amazing. That was so good. That was clean. That's you know, like you can see, he just reads the play well, and rah, rah, But good awareness. I, I, honestly, I honestly think they need to be believing now. And can I just touch on Bailey Banfield, who? Oh yeah. He cannot break into that side on a full-time basis, yeah. and he's a fucking gun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a gun, and he's been a gun for a long, a, time. a long time now, but he just can't seem to get that consistent, those consistent games to yeah. prove that he's a gun. And then this week comes out, kicks four goals, one, because they've given him that two weeks. And I fear for him now because like, Fife's going to come back in this week, and I guarantee you All that they're going to look at... Bailey to put right? on the front line. Well, if they don't go, okay, well, you can come in for, you can slide in for Frederick. But, oh, yeah. That's but, probably what will happen. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, but next week, Frederick's going to come back in and who's going to get the R set? Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. One of those things. Brayshaw sure uh, gets 39 disposals, 20 handballs. Andrew. Andrew Brayshaw? Yeah. Dude, he would be right. He would be He'd a be smoky up there for Brown, Brown, I reckon. Very quietly, yeah. He's Because he's having a ripper season. Mm. Absolute ripper season. Reminds me of a Lockie Neal season, actually. Well, I've been a Lockie Neal Brownlow. Well, he's another one. Mm. Like, he's having a better season than he had when the year he won the Brownlow. Kind of. I so, reckon he is. So he says. Yeah. I, I don't know if I agree with him. I reckon he is. Mm. He's having a good season. I think it was nah. brown. He he let the world on fire that year. I can. I still think he's when I watch Crips run on the field. Like I'm like, oh, that guy is seriously dominating. Lucky Neil. Yeah, it's impact. It's, yeah, it's like a. It's like a. I think he's more Dusty consistent. Parrot. I think he's more consistent than this year than his Brownlee year. Maybe, but I think the difference was he took a lot of risks that year and they paid off. So like yeah. a lot of corridor work. Um, yeah. and made a lot of impact in terms of getting into the inside 50s. So Lockie Neal, what, he had 31. He's probably been... Yeah, he had, yeah, yeah, 30. He's a bit more outside... 30 posies. What, winger? He's not so... Well, he's, he plays on the on-baller role, but you see him running a lot down the wing or taking the run on. Doesn't really... Doesn't have the doesn't same... Doesn't necessarily get that hard ball. No, not like he did in his brown lows. I think mm. that's what who wins the brown lows is an on-baller that really... You know, gets in there, and Andrew Brayshaw does does that really well. Yeah, same with like Sam Walsh and groups. <clears throat> yeah, agreed. All right, let's get on tips. Round thirteen, another bye week, another bye week, another bye week. Uh, Richmond Port Adelaide on Thursday night. That's tomorrow. Oh crap! I got to do me proper tips. 
What are you saying? These aren't proper. <laughs> oh, <hell. laughs> I don't know. We well, if we have a start from round one. We've been. Nah, that's right. Um, Richmond Port. Oh. Richmond. Yeah, I think Rich, I think Richmond. And so Richmond will go. Is it a Richmond home game. Richmond will go back into the. Yeah, it's not the G. Yeah, yeah. mate. No, they, they, I think I think Richmond only play out of the G. What like six times a year? Call Richmond and but. Yep, they're in by 30. Rich by 30? Yeah, Rich by 30. It's going to be a decent one. Oh, this would be a good game. Friday night. Both welcome to come, actually. Hang on, hang on. Just just while you're at it, $1.48 for Richmond on Sportsbet. Oh, yeah. $2.60 for Port Adelaide. Just (laughs) sees how you back them. JL likes the Sportsbet. Loves it. (laughs) (laughs) He loves giving the odds. Just in case someone wants them. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, you're both welcome to come sit at the bar if you so wish. When? Uh, Friday night. Essendon and Carlton. Do you want to give the odds for that one? Essendon and Carlton. That is a cold. If you'd like to know that. Carlton paying $1.38. Yep. Essendon paying $2. Oh, sorry. $1.38, Carlton. Essendon, $2.98. Carlton win again. I think around that thirty under under forty. Under forty. I only reckon, like you're saying, not because Essendon and like you're not good enough to beat them by more. I think there's a rivalry where they'll step up and go. We're not going to make this easy. So I actually I might cut it by twenty, and I'll say it will be within twenty points. Okay. I, I'm only I saying actually, that because it's old school rivalry, <clears> and it's just going to be just a good gruel, grueling match. Yeah, I actually agree with you. I. Because I take that on board. Because I, I, I've been saying for a long time that that they get up for these games. You know, like the Eagles always get up for the Derby. The Dockers always get up for the Derby. Doesn't matter how shit these teams are going. Mm. Rah, rah. You know, like Adelaide always get up for the showdown. Same as yeah. Port. Yeah. You know, Essendon, um, Essendon Collingwood, Essendon Carlton, Carlton Collingwood. But it happens. You know. So I think it'll be a lot closer than what. I think it's a lot closer than what Sportsbet think it is <laughs> at, the moment, at the moment. But I'm hoping to have uh, – we don't have teams yet. I think teams will be up possibly tomorrow. I'm hoping to have Bam Bam back, Matt mm-hmm. Kennedy. He would be a good in. So um, hey? He was injured, right? Yeah. yeah. Say, you don't Did his ca- – like, I think he had calf soreness before last week. Okay. Um. No, he's a good ball. So he, but uh, before the week before, sorry, um, he would be a good in. Uh, Marchie's going to play. Marchbank's playing for the first time in eleven hundred days or something. Uh, injury? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, so he'll he'll play. Um, I don't. I honestly don't think Durden's that far away. I think he'll come in. Okay. As a key backman, because I think we're going to need him. I think I, I read an article today about. Um, Weedering, eyeing off a return for round seventeen. So he's still Ooh. five weeks away. That's exciting. That oh, that's ex- that's exciting for us going into finals if we make it. Yeah. Because what do you do? What's the actual injury? It's an ACL. ACL in his shoulder. No, actually, no. Given where we're it's at. not like a yeah. knee. And it's not yeah. like a knee. Can I just say? Do you say if we make finals? <laughs> yeah. Good call. Well, look at this. You're looking at the ladder right next to you. If you don't make finals, you need to tear off your membership. Mind you, now, 
No, if you if first you, year in a new game plan under Michael if, Voss, if and I'm tearing my finals, membership up. If you don't make finals, you need to tear up. No, no. I, I, I don't think I need to sell the farm just yet. You know, oh. it is. It would be disaster. It would it'd be. be. It'd be a knifeman sort of feeling, but and I reckon there'd be a lot of furor from the Carlton mob because they'd be like, "Oi!" But you're not cooked. But it'd be. You were ten and two. Yeah, you yeah. were. But I don't. Um, you're playing great football, and your list is impeccable. Like, uh, I'm really excited for Carlton. They're my. Considering we're not there. Who I'm hoping get there. I'm so like honestly, I've never been, and you know me. I've said this before, and I say it again. I am the most anxious and quiet Carlton supporter that you'll ever meet because I don't have as much faith. I, I think people from anyone that's been to people a game from with you would say, say otherwise. Yeah, but no bullshit. <laughs> fuck off. <clears throat> people from exter- people external to so. I'm trying to think of a way to say this. So people that don't barrack for Carlton recognise, uh, don't recognise how hard it is to be a Carlton supporter. I honestly believe that. I could, I could appreciate that. Because, I because I think, I think, I, no, no, no. Because at the moment, so for for many years, um, with the Kangaroos, you sort of knew where you were going to hover. So they've they've been hovering that ninth to eighteenth mark, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, like made the finals, I think twice in the yeah. last ten years. So the only time that we've made the finals mm-hmm. in the last fifteen years was because James Heard fucking ticked off Essen using drugs and they got kicked out of the finals, and we were allowed in. So it's just a fucking nightmare being a Carlton supporter. It really is. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. And you just never know what you're going to get. Whereas this year, I'm excited because we've got some consistency going, and it's fantastic. I love it. I but do you, love it. But you should you should be making finals. This year. We should be making finals this year, and I hope we do. I've got every faith in them to make finals. Looking at that ladder now, don't forget we're a game behind. Yeah, correct. So we play this week. Geelong have already played. The Dockers, Brisbane and Melbourne, they've all already played. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and Sydney's already played as well. Yeah, so you better make finals, is what you're saying. Cor- yeah, correct. Yeah. But, <laughs> see, Collingwood have already played and Richmond are going to play this week and we've all tipped Richmond, which will then mean they, they will go up. up to... Collingwood spot. So it would really fuck your day if you lost, if you lost this match. If we lost, it would really fuck shit me. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It would. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Dockers Hawthorne Saturday. You got to go to the Dockers, right? Or oh, you would. The Hawthorne make it. No, no. I don't think so. Dockers. Set up the stadium. Set up the stadium. Mind you, it's going to rain. You know what? Well, that did work out too good for them. No, that's right. I guess the pies. It's going to rain. Kane Coins here. Oh, here we go. Hawthorne are going to win. You're joking. Really? Hawthorne are going to win. They don't have Frederick. They've got a Nat Fife back. They've lost their best player. They've lost their best player. They've lost their best player. You're an idiot. They've lost their best player. They get their fucking captain back. It's dual Brownlow oh, medalist. He hasn't played for like he played a BFL game against a bunch of numpties. Actually played a WAFL game. Oh, sorry. 
That's even worse, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> that league's yeah, yeah. It's a bit different. Um, Pretty stock standard, I would have thought for Frio, but Corn Hawthorne, Cornsy, Cornsy over here thinks different. Clearly, yeah, Hawthorne by twenty. Hawthorne by twenty. Hawthorne by twenty. I'm only taking down your margins. Oh, I've taken down your Carlton by twenty because I will revisit that. You know, I reckon Hawthorne if the, if it's going to be in the wet for for one. I think they learned from last week that the handball game in the wet isn't the play. They actually do have a good tackle. chaos high ball, pressure. Get that chaos ball. Yeah, in. Fremantle aren't a high-scoring team. Hawthorne are a high-scoring team. I think they got a chance. Fair enough. Brisbane Saints. That's a Saturday night game. Great game. I think this would be a good game too. Hundred percent. Do you think game. Brisbane? But Brisbane bounce back, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think. I'm not. I'm not. Con- I don't know why, but I'm still. Brisbane have got to start. Re- I'm not convinced about some Saints. I don't think footy in. I'm convinced me. about the Saints. Oh, yeah? <clears throat> you know, they're again a team by reputation. You just see as like mediocre. Yeah, but you look at their losses. Like they lost to the D's by 38, Port by one, and Pies by 17. But they're beaten Frio by 10. They've beaten the Hawks by 69. They've beaten the Suns by 26. They beat the Cats by 10. You know, they've beaten they've beaten good teams. Do you know what I love about this podcast? I don't need to do much research because Dad does it all. <laughs> yeah, thanks AFL.com. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think I'm with you though. I think like when I did this today, I was like, this is why I don't tip you because I never saw this. I did not see that had they not lost to the Pies at round one, when they and they should have beaten Port really, I believe. That was unfortunate. But mm. had they not had that happen, they would have been going through with just a Move good on. run of the D's and they would have been meeting. Who have they got left to verse? So they've still got uh, Swans? No, they beat the yeah, Swans. Nah. Yeah, right. No, they've still so got, they got to play. Like no. Melbourne Melbourne in the no, they, bottom. They've still eight. got to play the Swans. They haven't played Swans, that's Suns. Oh Suns. Okay. Oh, Here's my theory behind St Kilda. They are they are literally one player away. Steel is out. They're going to yeah. finish strong. They are one player away. Who? Who are the Saints away? Who are they? Hanbury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, play, he's played 15 games out yeah. of a possible 80-odd. Yeah, touche. They, they are one player away. And he's make no mistake, he's a gun. Mm. He's a Where good he? footballer. He's fucking injured. Can't believe it. Yeah, I know. See, everybody forgets about him. They are one player away from being really, really good. Yeah, I agree with that. But yeah, actually, you know who else? That's are... who I'm. That's who I'm investing in there. Stock. Yeah, you, you, you're buying. You know yeah. who else? They're, yeah, they're, they're missing. Max King uh, kicking. Sorry, yeah, oh. Max King kicking mm-hmm. straight. Hundred percent. If he kicks straight, they they, they won all those games. Yeah, he's going right. to be electric. He is, he is. And, but do you know, so is his brother. Mm. Oh, Ben's a freak. His brother at the Ben's uh, already made, though. Matt, if you were Stuart Jew and you'd picked him up, right, and you go, oh, yeah, all right, cool. we we got this gun forward, mm. you know, this kid that can possibly kick us 70, 80 goals a year. Yeah. And then he gets injured. <laughs> He's not fucking playing for the whole year. Yeah. And you go, Jesus Christ. What do I, you yeah, know, like, and then I'm fucking arguing about keep trying to keep me job yeah. for the last three years, and this kid's going to be my saving grace because he's actually going to be able to win us games off his boot. 
Actually, he is Ralph. And yeah, just well. fucking did your knee. Yeah. 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 It, was, it wasn't to the shoulder and then he had a knee and then Mate. shoulder and now he's got Honestly, bent. he's had some bad luck. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he's a bad coach, but I think he's had some fucking bad luck. But I don't coach. know if – yeah, I think, I think he's a good coach. I think, he, I think he'll stay. So you're going Saints, Chad? Yeah, Saints all the way. And you're going? Going, going Saints. Yeah, we'll go Saints. You forgot who they'll verse them, didn't no, you? No, they're versing Brisbane. <laughs> But um, I don't know. I, don't, I, think, I think Brisbane bounced back, but I don't think they bounced back enough to get a win. I think this is going to be an all right game, this. North and the Giants. On, it's on a Sunday again. I, f- I feel your pain about these Sunday games. No, 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 crap. Nah, I, fucking, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. Carlton have been there for a long time. We were always getting Sunday games. Yeah. And, and you know what? I don't think that's actually changed. I think we've had two You're Friday night right. games. I'm, I'm happy to watch my game. Yeah, but the game. Sunday games. On I'm time. happy to watch my game personally. <laughs> on the Sunday, are we? Oh, yeah, when it is. But I can understand it. Like, it does suck. I but, like the Friday nights, but, man. The know, Friday nights are good. For fans, you still always got to be fair to fans. But you, you do have to... They're running business. AFL needs to get their money, money from admissions. Yeah. I love the Friday. Play. I love playing yeah. on the Friday nights, it, like watching it in WA, because it comes on early enough. Comes on early enough in Western Australia, you know. Like oh, so, we're over here. We're oh, watching yeah. the pregame at five o'clock. Right. Yeah, it's fucking great. That's wicked. Yeah, you know, you can sit at the bar and drink and have some nibblies and shit like that. Yeah. I'm gonna call this one myself, and I've got that like, you know. Love for North. I can't help but think they're going to win every week. But I'm thinking this. <laughs> this is the week. This is the week they finally get their little upset. And then you know they what? might keep losing after that. But I think this might be the one where they finally get that. Because there's always that little hiccup. Like when Melbourne finally loses, the world happens. And like they're just, you know, how it is. And North will finally have that win. Normally it should have been North beating Melbourne. And then they keep losing. And everyone's like, oh, how did they just happen to beat the top team and keep losing? But anyway, that's old school North. But. I reckon this is their one game they win, then, yeah, who knows from there. I actually agree with you. I'm going the ruse. And I'm going by... I'm, I'm going the ruse because... Seven, eight points. Because if there was a week where I can see them... I, I said last week to you, I, they were going to get another win. I just didn't know when. Hmm. I didn't know where they were going to find it. I'm saying this is potentially the week. I think this is the week that they could win. They won't win it though. Okay. They're not winning that. They're not winning that. Yeah. I think you're right. It is, it is the week they could win. I'll they go. only lost the Lions by 14. Yeah. I'd... As crazy as that sounds. Yeah. They're in games, man. Yeah. They're in I games. Agree. They just can't fuck it. Their legs aren't old enough to run them out. Yeah. Um, yeah and it's no. an issue for them. Yeah, no, I just don't think they win it. I just, I don't know where they. I don't even know if they get another game this year. Like same with the West, West Coast, don't win another. I game think they do. Year. I think West Coast get another game as well. I think it's going to be an upset. Like I say, they got good passages of play. It's just I can't. I don't know where they beat yeah. the Pies West Coast. There's something there. Yeah, but there was that. That game was just ridiculous. Like we had a bunch of kids that just wanted to like show off. They worked their arse off. I don't think they stuck to the game plan. Mate, you got ten rounds got left. You've got ten rounds left. For the entire year, you can't find that again. Yeah, but we've got a bunch of old boys back in the side. Yeah, that well, game was all young kids. Like we were missing a bunch of. It was like two Premiership players or something. All all young kids, and we got the result. So it it kind of says where where we're at as a club in terms of the old people having an impact. So yeah, I agree with that. Mm. All right, Collingwood, Melbourne. 
Last game of the round. Don't all jump at once. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm going pies. You're going pies? 100% hot pies. Yeah, if, if, you know, if Melbourne didn't have all this kerfuffle, because it, it'll be in their head, man. Like, this media shit that doesn't just go away. It's not white noise. Wayne Carey reckons they're going to come out. Swing. Yeah, I was like, nah, you're wrong, duck. Nah, I don't reckon. Yeah, I nah. reckon they'll be a bit shaken. So yeah. I reckon Collingwood have got a chance here. Yeah. They're struggling to handle defeat. I reckon that's what's going on. I agree with that. I reckon they're a bit rattled. And, and they yeah. weren't a formidable team like when Hawthorne were dominant, when Geelong mm. were dominant. They are winning games, but to me, I never see them going, oh, every week I'm like, man, they're going to flog them. I'm like, oh, they're going to win, but they win by small margins, like four It doesn't goals. give you the, the feel like it's a Hawthorne dynasty. Yeah, like a real threatening team where you're like, oh, man. You don't want to burst them. Yeah, yeah. like this, like Geelong, like Lee Matthews said today, like Geelong are the team of this century. And he said, you know, yeah, that's, they, that's, they haven't won as much, but they've lost a lot, but being competitive. And I just hate when you watch the long run out because I'm just like, damn, I wish I was your fan. It's because, so fucking hard. Yeah, you're like, you're like the bad boys of football. They're bad boys, but they come out like tough nuts. Uh, like, you're going to freaking give this team hell today. We will lose. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's going to be just like, and I'm going to be proud of my boys at the end of the yeah. day because it's Geelong. It's always, time, it's always yeah. been full of guys that you just fucking love to. Yeah. Buddha Hocking, Riccardi, mm. you know, like all those guys. Cam Mooney, I don't even, Sc- I don't like Matty Scarlett. I don't even like <laughs> their Ling. Oh, yeah, Ling. Yeah. That's the red face. Most dynasties or like successful periods you meet, like, you end up hating them, not because of the team, but you're like, I did not know your fans were so annoying. But <laughs> like Geelong don't have This is why he hates Frio. He hates Frio fans. Why do you hate West, West, Coast fan, West Coast fans are assholes. Nah. We I, everyone. I'm the same. I'm the same. So I, I think that as well. I'm, for this game, I'm going uh, Melbourne. I think they do bounce back. I, I think they just do enough. I think they get up on the you Queens. You could be right. On the, I, 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 think they, I think they just get enough. Yeah. So, but... Going back onto the... Is it going to um, be wet? That Mer- probably. It's in fucking Melbourne. Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah. We've MND game. It is. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Going down the slide. Did yeah. the slide already happen? No, no. It's on Monday. Oh, it's on Monday. Yeah, so it'll be happening at the game at halftime. Um, Terry Downer, who I saw on 360, saying about him going down. Yep. Jeez, tonight, Watley and um, Robbo were trying to get him to open up and talk like sentimental... About his brother, like, say stuff like, oh, something about, you know, Neil and what he's going through. And he just wouldn't give his brother anything. He just somehow even brought it back to, uh, I won't go too deep, but I was like, they really want to get something in the fields. And yeah, he just. They were hard nuts, though. The dad has. Yeah. yeah and the comedian. Yeah. Yeah. The whole family's. That's a coach. Know. He was he was hard in Melbourne, man. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, fucking hell. But see, all of those guys, different time, eh? Mm. Different time. You know, you look at, like, um, Neitz and Uze, oh, yeah, Robinson, Uze. and, you know, like, from mm. that era. Yeah. Just different times. Oh, yeah, and also just... So good. On threes, talking about old times. This is a bit of old school, but it's not happening on the footy field. But May, obviously, is out this week. So, 369 just saw there on the headlines that... um. Back in, I think, 2013, May gets the broken jaw from Campbell Brown in LA. At, at the Gold Coast, yeah. Uh, was it Gold Coast or LA? No, yeah, they were in LA, but he oh, was okay. playing for the Gold Coast. Yep. And then in 2013, he was suspended for drinking. Yeah. Well, and he was, I think he had a concussion at that same time as well. And so, yeah, I was like, you know, this guy's really got to step up. 
you know, there's a little record there. He's in the leadership. He's really, he's only done though. Like, yeah. Is he's, he's, he's 32. I think. I think he's 31, 32, yeah. He's really done. Well, he's got the years in him, but he's, it's not like he's going to be. Mm. Yeah, he, he won't be like yeah. this. He won't yeah. be like this for that whole time. But yeah, I just didn't realize he's a naughty boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Record's not great uh, external to footy. Yeah, no, no. But still he's, can't uh, still can't question the best defender. I was going to say, though. yeah, still the best defender in the game. Yeah, for sure. You know, but so yeah, it was yeah. half what he said to Melksham. But it's not, it's not true. It's not uh, true. Mate, you can say yeah, it's... You can, you know, mate, you can say it's... Go on, come out. I believe Gorn nah, on Facebook. No, nah, look, nah, look, 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 look. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. He'd ask Google for the best answer. <laughs> oh, after, he play, after he plays his highlights. <laughs> um, I'm going to say this. That, that rumour about what he said, what May said to Melksham, will have come from someone who was in that restaurant. You have to come out as a captain and say, nah, that's farcical. It's untrue. But how do you blah, know? Blah. How, how do you know? How, how, do, how does... Like, if, if we're talking about the media all the time, kind of the bullshit, at North Melbourne, for instance, how could this not be just... Um, it, it probably could be. But it sounds like a pretty... Uh, it sounds, specific thing to sounds say. like a pretty specific thing and right. far out thing to yeah. say just out of the blue and come up with and say, no, nah, you didn't say yeah, that. Consider what Melton went through with Essendon and then what he's done at Melbourne and missed out. And they won by seventy odd points, Melbourne. It wouldn't have made played a part. You know, it would have. I like that. I like that. Sen said that actually, like when they when they went with that article about May saying, "Oh, we lost grand final," and, and they basically said, "Just remember, they won by seventy points." Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think he would have cost you a grand final. But yeah. anyway, yeah. And he's getting hand surgery now for the punch. Yeah, because he's got an infection in his hand. Silly bugger. Mm-hmm. Silly bugger. All right. That's a wrap. Well, what do you think about Sheeds bringing up the drugs drama and the apology at Essendon and it's their 150-year game? I think, it's bu- I think it's bullshit. I don't think the club needs to apologise to him. I don't think nope. Heard needs to apologise to the club. I don't think the AFL needs to do anything about it. He, it's done his time, like the players. I'm sure that the players didn't apologise to Essendon. The drug saga was the biggest load of shit going around. It was they, handled they, poorly. They need an apology. You can say shit on the, this podcast. But it's like, Our market it's, is explicit. It's, it's like it's like the same thing with the Rioli oh, drug, drug scandal. Like that was one of the most poorly handled. Like you don't think they would have learned. Yeah. The bloke didn't get his conviction handed down to him until over twelve months after he originally you know, made the. Point. You know it was poor. What for Rioli? What. The fact that he tried to get on a plane. That was stupid. With a bag. Yeah. You're an idiot. Irrelevant of that. The way it was handled by the AFL. Was... Not by the AFL, by SADA. Yeah, but it is the AFL at the same time in terms of they're the ones that can pressure Asada to get a result. You can't say that they're, they're just sitting on their hands or oh, we're doing everything we can. It's only Asada. That's a, that's a lot of shit. You, you've got fucking sway. You're the largest sporting confederation in Australia and you're saying mm. you don't have any sway. Come on. Yep. But... Going back to Essendon, all the players got off. Everyone got off. Yet Joe Watson still doesn't have his Brownlow and Cotchin that and, that's, that's Cotchin and Mitchell are apparently Brownlow medalists now. Like, there needs to be some repercussion from this. Yeah. I don't know. Bad it's time too, to speak up on wrong it. Repercussion. It's wrong like, what, what's yeah, what, You don't do. think Heard getting the sack and oh, being out of the game was repercussion? It was all on dank, but they never got proven they'd done anything wrong. Yeah, but Heard still spent time away from the game. He yeah, still lost they, his job over it. And they made an example of him, and it was handled so poorly. 
And that's what I'm saying. Like, Essendon suffered as a consequence. And, you know, I reckon it's systemic and that's part of their struggle. So, wait, your argument back. isn't that he can't come back. Your argument is... About Hurd? Yeah. Well, he's he, all allowed no, I just don't back. think he's fit. Like, I, think I don't think he should come back. I don't think he's good enough to go. But is your think, argument that, no, I think, that Asada handled it wrong yeah, and the reckon, AFL reckon, handled it wrong? I reckon Essendon needs an apology for everything that went on with that. Was from that? Hurd? From Hurd? No. From a, from the AFL. From the side. AFL. From the AFL. I agree. Yeah. I, d- I don't think Hurd needs to apologise to anybody. Oh no, he was caught. No, that's sorry. I don't know how that got misconstrued, but yeah, that I reckon this Essendon really suffered poorly through that circumstance, and yeah, they probably well they did. They wouldn't let him draft, and yeah, yeah. But not, you know they, they, caught, they, caught, spot. they copped it sweet, and they've been. But they've been cleared. So I reckon Shady's anger about this is fair. But Mind Walken's you, the Melbourne Storm out. did that. Dylan Melbourne Walken's Storm twice. come out and said that Hurd can, can be a head coach again. He can. Yeah. He can do whatever he likes. He's paid his dues. He's done he, his time. I don't time. think he should be now. I don't like, think so. I think, he, I think he could become one down the track, but I don't think he should be right now. I don't, think, like Essendon, I don't think Essendon should be trying to get him because mm. I don't think he's their saviour. No, but I, no, I don't think he should go back there. I think it's going to be clean slate. And whatnot, I don't think anyone takes him. But I think it's... I don't think anyone takes him either. I don't think, I think he gets... I don't, I don't think right now, but I think it's like Michael Voss. You know, he's going to build up his craft again and then... Yeah. Maybe I think he stays at GWS. If Spike McVeigh gets that role at GWS, I think he stays. Talking about coaching. He'll temporary fill a spot. We'll come back to that soon. Sorry, I'll be really quick. He'll temporary fill a spot when someone leaves or goes sick when he's at assistant. Yeah. And he'll see and they'll get their assessment then on their win streak and the morale of the club. Potentially. And then they'll go... All right, the audience has got to see him in the chair. We'll see whether, but I reckon there's a long way before you see him coach. I agree. Team. Yeah, he's not. He's not in the echelon, the top echelon of no. chosen ones. No, I agree. To no. be replacement chair, I agree. So, last thing, or my last thing that I just wanted to cover: who do we pick where to be, uh, or who's coaching role is still safe next year? Who's who's going? Who's safe? Ben Run's gone. Ben Run's gone. Ben Run's gone. Ben Run's gone. Really? 100%. Are you both confident on that? 100%. I am 100% confident. 80, 80% I am 100% confident that he's gone. 80. I really? Why? I, I said this to you the other day. Yeah. They had they clubs come out all the time and, and, like and back their coaches. They have to. I guess they, they have to do that. When I said to you the other day that he had no public support, yeah. you took that as... Um, speaking out in the public, so from the board, from yeah, the clubs, yeah, yeah. blah, blah. I agree with that. I'm not talking about that. Ben Rutten has lost those players and he has lost the fans, 100%. And the board recognises, will recognise, that he has lost them. Do you think it's from the review that that will be found out? No, or? I think the review is a mask. The Just review, so they, it's the, the review is the excuse. It's yeah, it's okay. not okay. We're, we're we're not going to find anything in this review that actually makes us get rid of you. We yeah. just need an excuse to get rid of you, and the the, the review is that right. One hundred percent. I think that both of them. I think Noble's probably safe until the end of the year. At least Simo the same. Essendon finished eighth last year. Yeah, and that's right. They've gone fucking backwards. Yeah, and and you know, that's the reason. Why, that's the reason why Malthouse was like. Oh, you know, because I thought that's the exact same thing. I, really I thought promising. they were promising. I was telling the fans that I thought they were smoky as well, like Moldhouse. I thought the way you were playing last year, I actually think if you've progressed from that form, you guys are going to be a threat. And to see them actually come out and actually, yeah, go the other way. Mm. Yeah, it's not good. Conwood finished 17th. Now that is incredible. Oh, but McCray's a good coach. 
Yeah, but he plays ben as Ru- well. Ben Rutland's not a good coach. Yeah, oh, no, I know. It's not a good coach. I agree. It's not a good coach. And that's my opinion yeah. of watching football and playing football and being involved at footy clubs and stuff like that. I don't see him as a good coach. So the role modelling, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, just the. I don't see that. See you can just kind yeah. of. You can, I know you're not in in the four walls of a football club. No, and never can, can be. Yeah, but I feel like you can just kind of gauge. Like you can tell that Sam Mitchell has a massive impact on his club. Hundred percent. You can tell that but he's um, a favourite son. He's a favourite son. But he but he he makes an impact. Absolutely. He makes a massive impact. Absolutely. But Ben Rutten's got Ben Rutten wasn't a favourite when Worsfold was coaching them. Don't forget Adam Saad said, Worsfold goes, I go. Simple yeah. as that. Yeah, and I guess like yeah. I and another another example of a good coach, and I guess a really good coach, is JL. So for de- for the Dockers. To, they haven't got a. He's, he's they haven't got one. an A star list. Man. If you had it told me five years ago, like, coach and Frio, me two I would have said you were ago, fucking mad. If you told me two years ago that Frio would be third on the ladder and like literally probably the favourite at the moment to, to get a flag, I would have told you to go jump a fucking court. flag mantle. It's true though. It's there. I might just get it tattooed on me. Just <laughs> I don't know, just above the knee or something like that. I yeah, maybe it's on your butt cheek. No, you got to wear it proudly. You know, because I'm such a Freo supporter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, the, the way that he's gone about it in terms of getting all these, I wouldn't call them A-grade players from other clubs. But no, they're not. But people that he needed in specific roles. He was he was really well respected. But And the funny thing about JL being well respected is Noble was the same. He was so well respected before that job and business minded and stuff yeah, like that. He's got a lot of footy jobs before. Don't yeah, you? but it's just everything was about trying to bring that club up in a from a business aspect, though. I don't like know. Noble. Yeah. Well, he, he's looking at the ruse as a as a business. Well, that that was the acquisition, wasn't it? Was it Jay Arkins? People do say if you're a good manager, though, you run good business, and North aren't a good business at the moment. And the thing that does concern me with Noble is the fact that we probably really, actually, we do have Hall and Cunners and that out, but I really did expect a little bit more of a step up this year, even if it was a small one. Small improvement. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, yeah, it's two step backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And I, yeah. You haven't had a great, great run though in terms I do. of coaching as well. I am. You know what though, like. I've accepted the fact we are where we are, and I think that's why I'm so excited about the rebuild because I hated watching stagnant footy. It's so sad watching your team hover in like just mediocre, mediocrity, pretty much. Like you just you're not there, and you know you're not going to win, and then all yeah. of a sudden you come out. So when they said, oh, "Look, we're cooked," chopped it off, and bring us out again, I'm actually excited. The most I've ever been. Like I'm looking forward to the future. This is good. Alright, well that's pro- do you think do you think you're gonna have do you think Noble's there next year? Yeah, it really depends on how this year plays out. Do you reckon if Simpson becomes available that he goes to North Melbourne? I'm saying yes. Yeah, I'd say yes. Yeah. I'm I on think- the other side of the table, but I'm saying yes. Yeah, I'd say yeah. He was a gun for North and North do I think you do feed on positive culture. They, and they love not only that positive culture, but they love their favourite sons, man. Yeah, and he was an absolute gun. He was a quiet and he's a, Look, he's a great coach, but I just think it's... He you was know, such a you great get, player. But you Could you imagine some of the swing? I mean, we, we talk about clubs, uh, players having swings in clubs and mm. coaches having swings in clubs, presidents, blah, blah, blah. Could you imagine some of the things that, you know, Duck will be saying, Kingy no, will be no, saying, yeah. Archer, Stevens, 
Imagine, imagine those guys, right? Back in you. back in Simo, going, get him. Don't give a shit what you have to have to do to get him. Get him. Yeah. Kingy, although, yeah. Yeah, that'll be loving it. Yeah, but he, he's a great coach. I just don't think he's. I think him and Eagles seem to part ways. So do I. I, I think, think they. Mutual, I think they both need to walk away. Yeah. I think it's just time. But I think he. I think he'd do wonders for North Melbourne. He's done a great I job. Think so. I think so too. Eagles. I think he'd be great at North. And then who, and, and having that favourite Sam Duck would be so good. So and, if if let's just say hypothetically, if Simpson goes to North Melbourne, where mm. does Clarko end up? So I've got a funny. So Clarko came out weeks and weeks ago and said, "Look, I would entertain coaching eighteen clubs." Now, if you would be mad if your board wasn't at least making a phone call um, from the other seventeen. Now Hawthorne won't be making that phone call. No, but from the other seventeen clubs, you'd be mad if they if someone on your board just wasn't having a conversation. Yeah, Um, I I tend to think that. He will. He, he's so he said that he wants to go somewhere where he can win. GWS. I think that that would be your number one. Yeah. 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 I think the AFL would want that too because it's an AFL like prodigy team, really, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Them and Gold Coast. Gold Coast just hasn't worked as well. But in saying that, I don't know. Is Gold turning around though? Hmm. Like, going back over a couple of weeks ago, we had a laugh because someone put out an actual stat about Clarko and his stat. Like, you all love it because he won premierships, but his record's on par for being successful and pitiful. Yeah. And, you know, we do talk before about coaches being successful, but this is why I say it's the list you have. Like, you... Like, Warsfold, for instance... Like, I'm, oh, crap, I'm nervous. Oh, yeah. I said this. I already saw... <laughs> I was like, woo! But... Tell me he... You better be was, careful, mate. Wish well, it works above nah, me, so... No, nah, this is dead set. Like, everyone agrees with me on this. I already know. Oh. But who wouldn't be successful walking into a lineup having Cox as your ruckman, who pretty much invented the role of the running ruck, yeah. Cousins, Kerr, and Judd? Like, what coach wouldn't go... Daniel Chick and... Uh, Andrew. Go, <laughs> go for a run, boys, and we'll have a party tomorrow. <laughs> like, honestly... And they did. Don't... don't <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Don't tell me he didn't have a great team that he was like, all right, I can coach you guys, but you guys are just absolutely electric. Yeah. Like, you it was on their own. Their own energy was just You can't say so... he coached them to become better players because those boys for West Coast were the best of the I best. just love the fact that, like, that time at West Coast with all the drugs and mm. hanging out with bikies and lawyers yeah. and, like, and all this, and Worstfold's profession is a chemist. Yeah. Like, is he actually? He's a chemist. Yeah. Walter White. Do you know what he does now? He wor- he literally works in the floor above me. Yeah, yeah. At my work. Yep. He is a. I've seen him seen him in the hallways and stuff because I work in like a pretty small building, and he um he's a, a people manager for for a company called Emico. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but nicest bloke. I've said hi to him a couple of times. Now you've just let. What? Well, you've just. Well, let, everyone knows. You've just let nine hundred ninety-eight thousand listeners know. He, he, he rocked up to no, the. We uh, cracked the million now. last week. Oh, did we? Oh, good. Yeah. He rocked up to the. Um, he rocked up to the West Coast. <laughs> he rocked up to the West Coast training ground in his Amico shirt. I That's seen him training the other day. Actually. Oh crap! He goes for Essendon. All right, we're gonna let this run its course and say bye bye. Ciao. Adios. Thanks for coming, Gabe. Thank, Thank you. you. Appreciate Thanks, it. Pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun, guys. See you next week. Bye.